Well, it seems that God has given Jeff Hardy another chance out of all the multiple chances he's gotten. And the reason I say that is because of the fact that his court case ended, you know, his recent one, that is, DUI and all that, ended on Thursday. With the following punishments, you know, as a result. Now, first of all, he could have served 38 days in jail, but he had a credit that will allow him to avoid that. However, the other punishments might as well feel like he should have been spending 38 days, if not the next, you know, what is it, 700 plus days in jail, because here's what's going to be happening. First of all, he's got to pay about over $4,586 plus, I think, in court fees and fines. He's got to do that. Secondly, secondly, um, he's got to have an interlock device on him at all times. He's got to serve two years probation. He's got to enter a court-mandated DUI school or drug rehab program. And on top of that, he's got to do community service, uh, I guess for the next two years. But probably the biggest one, and again, this might as well been, might as well been just as bad as going to jail for the next two, three years. Uh, the biggest one is he's going to have his driver's license suspended for the next decade. You heard me. For the next 10 years, his license is suspended. Now, some would say it should have been revoked, period. But we all know that even if you revoke it, they always have a chance of getting it back if they prove they can be sober for like a couple of years. Or at least show progress, anyway. This, this, way, uh, this decision, I guess, is to ensure, yeah, you'll still be able to drive, but, but you won't be able to drive for the next decade or so. So hopefully, you know, in the judge's mind, it'll sink into Jeff Hardy that, hey, if you don't want to go through this again, then you might want to clean up your act. Now, some people might say that, you know, you know, what, you know, some people might say that the punishment is, you know, is severe, you know, from a non-prisonal standpoint, and that is indeed true. It is indeed severe from a non-prisonal standpoint. But, you know, when I look, when I look at this, yes, do I, do I agree that the punishment is justified? Absolutely. I do absolutely agree it is justified. You know, you know, all the decisions they made were the correct decisions. However, however, we know how the justice system is, unfortunately. We know how lenient it can be uh, in the coming years, especially when it comes to certain cases like this, and how you know, relaxed they could be and how forgiving they sometimes could be. And I would not put it past the courts to probably you know, be a little lenient and forgiving towards Jeff after the next couple of years. Here's why I say that. Yes, Jeff is in a situation now where he has no choice but to clean himself up and get sober. That is the truth. You know, that is the absolute truth. There's no, there's no getting around that. There's, that. That is the absolute fact. There's no getting around that. But here's the thing. What, what I fear, what I fear could happen is Jeff will improve. And I'm not being afraid that he won't improve. 
I, you know, I'm hoping he does. I'm hoping he improves. I'm hoping he gets better. I pray he does. But here's what I fear is going to happen, though. You see, his suspension of his license is for a decade, justifiably so. But if he shows improvement over the next couple of years, you know, gets through his probation, serves his community service, you know, goes and does the DUI school or drug rehab program that's court mandated, pays the fines, which is chump change for someone like Jeff, um, you know, wears, the inter wears and doesn't tamper with the interlock device for the next couple of years of the probation, you know, if he basically proves that he could pass all those tests that he's now going to have to go through and everything and show that, hey, I've gotten better, you know, I'm, you know, I've gotten better, I'm rehabbed, I'm fully 100% sober now and all that, I would not put it past the courts to basically come out and say, okay, Jeff, you know, you've proven, you've shown you've improved, you've shown improvement, you've shown you can get better. So, you know, as a reward, looking back at your case, we're going to axe, we're going to axe, if you will, that's A-X-E, axe, you know, five years off your driver's, driver's license suspension. In other words, in other words, you know, two out of the, I mean, two out of these, you know, 10 years he'd be serving without, you know, without a lot, he's serving this probation without a license, you know, basically he won't have to work, you know, look forward or try to count down the days to the next eight years before he could drive again and all that. No, you know, knowing how the system is very lenient, and I do apologize for that notification there, if you heard it, but knowing how the justice system can be, looking back on these cases and seeing potentially somebody improving, proving to get better, I would not be surprised if they do ax off half of that sentence and instead of looking at another, what is it, eight years, seven and a half years, you know, without a license, he could be looking essentially at less than that. Like he's already gone two years, two and a half years, years, you know, and everything. He could be looking at another two and a half years without a license and then getting back and then being allowed to get back on the road. I would not put it past the courts to do that in the next two years when he has to go back and show that, hey, I have improved. I've got better. You know that I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. I also would not be surprised if they bring him back to court maybe a year after everything has been served and taken care of just to get an update to see how he's doing. And if they see more improvement, you know, maybe in this updated, you know, counseling, meeting, you know, hearing, whatever you want to call it, I could see them, you know, over, you know, looking over the case again and being like, you know what, forget about those next two, two and a half years, you, your license has been reinstated. You know, just, just as a reward, just to say, hey, you've proven you've gotten better, you haven't drank, you haven't done anything stupid, guess what? You know, guess what? Now you can have your license back full time. A lot sooner than, you know, uh, was, uh, a lot sooner than what it was suspended for, basically. I could see that. I'm not saying it will happen, but knowing how the justice system is in this country at times, when it comes to these kind of cases, you know, I would not, I would not put it past them to, to do something like that.
I would not put it past them to do something like that. I would, you know, you know, I would not put it past them, you know, to to do something like that, you know, whatsoever. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that. Period. But again, I'm not saying it's going to happen. You know, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But knowing how the system is, I I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it does occur. I wouldn't be. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it does, if you will. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Now, what about his wrestling career, you might ask? Well, there's a lot of people that replied online. This got the attention of several wrestling media sites. Well, a lot of them are telling Jeff, hey, just retire. You don't have any more to accomplish. You don't have any more to prove. Just you know, just retire. You know, live out your life, life healthy and safe, get better, and, you know, don't worry about competing in the ring and entertaining us. You know, focus on your life. Focus on your what remains of your future and go from there. And, you know, they, they do, you know, some of these fans do have a point. You know, he should, you know, look into probably considering hanging it up at least for right now, which he probably has no choice in to do, no choice but to do, and just enjoy life, just enjoy life, and not worry, you know, about what comes his way, you know, in the following months or in the following years, as far as wrestling is concerned. You know, take it easy. You know, they they have a right to to kind of voice that you know voice that suggestion. I'm not I'm not saying that they don't. But if he still wants to compete, especially even if he's under lock and key and all that, you know, if he still wants to compete, even though he's under lock and key, I could see them working out something for him. I could. I could see them working out something for him to at least let him compete when he gets when an opportunity does present itself. I could see that happening. You know, I could see that happening. You know, I really could. You know, I could see it occurring. You know, no doubt. In fact, I could see them working out something with maybe Tony Khan, maybe Matt Hardy, to where, you know, Jeff gets an opportunity to wrestle for AEW again when they come back to the Carolinas. I could see that. I could see that being a possibility. You know, I'm not denying it. Well, I'm not saying it will happen. Nor am I denying it will have happen. You know, I, I could see that. Or I could see them going down a direction to where Jeff basically has to have somebody with him at all times that has, you know, uh, control over the uh, interlock device. And that, you know, when he goes and competes in whatever town, you know, Dynamite's being you know, aired live in and Rampage is being taped live in. I could see him, you know, honestly, I could see him getting an opportunity to do it like, you know, go, to go and do that. But that the moment after he's done, let's say, doing an angle or a promo or having a match, you know, I could see him going back to gorilla position, wherever that's going to be, whether, he, whether he's done doing a false can anywhere match or whether or not he's, uh, you know, just doing a regular in-ring match, whatever. I could see him the moment he goes back into gorilla position, 
having that device placed back on him, you know, right away, so that, you know, that way he could get escorted back, you know, out, you know, basically escorted back to his home in the Carolinas. Basically, the moment he gets his device locked back on him, grab his bags, and then out the building they go, get on, get in the car, you know, get to the airport, fly off to, you know, his home, and that's it. That's it. Now, you might say, well, AEW's doing house tours. They're going to be doing live events soon. Wouldn't he want to be part of that? Yeah, he could. Well, he could want to be part of that. But, again, I think for his sake, if he wants to wrestle, even while he's under this, while he's under this whole situation, you know, he's got two options. Either wait till Dynamite and Rampage come to, you know, come live to the Carolinas, come live, you know, come, come to air, be aired live and taped, uh, in the Carolinas, you know, wait until then, wait till a house tour event comes to the Carolinas, you know, I could see being that, or just, you know, do a weekly showing on Dynamite and Rampage, like I said, where you have him do an angle, a promo, you know, a, a match, whatever kind of match it is, and then the moment he get an opportunity, like as soon as he heads towards gorilla position or wherever he's, you know, asked to, you know, uh, basically order to basically meet back up at you know you instantly put the interlock device on him I mean heck if you have him do a false count anywhere kind of match you just have the person just follow with the crowd and everything to keep an eye on him in the moment the match is over you have the guy call out to him or the person call out to him and then put the device back on him there and there you go you know they you know the, you know there you go you know You know, just go with, you know, just go with that, you know, direction and everything. You know, just go in that direction and you should be good, as far as I'm concerned. You should be good. Now, I know people might say, well, that's not possible for, the, for them to do either way, especially if they do, especially if he does a false count anywhere situation. And, you know, look, I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying that's true. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm just saying it's a it's a possibility. Now I could see him just having him compete, you know, in regular matches, you know, in the ring, so that way he, when he goes back to Gorilla, they just put the thing back on him and he's done, you know, and he's escorted back out. I could see that too. But you know, if he wants to compete, these are just you know, if he wants to still compete wrestling-wise in the ring, these are variable options that could occur because there's a lot of people in sports, in athleticism, in acting, entertainment overall, that do this kind of thing too. You know, they get to do their job, and then after the job's done, they get the device put back on them, they escort it back home, end of story. So I could see Jeff doing something like that if he, want, if he's allowed, if he still wants to compete and they find a way to work it out to where he can still do that. I could see it. I could see it. But anyway though guys, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we'll have to see. But anyway, though, guys, that's all I'm going to say on it. What are your thoughts on the sentence? Give me your thoughts down below. Do you think he might be able to wrestle again? I'd like to hear from each and every one of you on that. And until next time, i got to get into work, guys. So I will talk to you all later. But give me your thoughts. Love to hear from each and every one of you.